Hello and welcome to the Bonus Stage Podcast. My name is Lucas Shin. With me, as always, is Amy Betts. Hello. George Gessie. Let's go. And Sully Iqbal. Hello. So, we got things to talk about this week. I know. We're here a week after, not two weeks after. What is going on? Well, we got nothing to do on the weekend and we missed each other. So, suck it. You get more content. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, guys. Look, fuck you. Deal yeah, with it. fuck you. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, George finally got his switch. Yo. Finally came. So, he's switch. had it for about a day and a half at about this point. A, so, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, he's going to tell us how he feels about that. Little early impressions. Four guys has squad mode, and we played some of that as a squad, and it was fun as fuck. Um, Abzu, Amy's played Abzu, which is currently free on the PlayStation Play at Home scheme. So it's definitely one that I think she'll recommend, but we'll learn a little bit more about that later. She's also been playing Pikmin 3, and me and George know nothing about that shit. So we're going to have a fun little experiment. Fully wrote me in with you. I know a bit about Pikmin 3. Go on. Uh, Um,. I wasn't expecting a follow-up answer. Yeah. <laughs> Sully's also pulled out his 3DS console, and apparently to him, it's the ultimate console. So we're going to fight. Like, his weird essay will come later on. Also, we've got a nice little discussion of what are some great games to introduce non-gamers to gaming. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, which should be a little fun one to Ooh. end the, uh, the podcast on. Ooh. But you know what? We're going to kick this one off straight away. With George and his bloody switch. Me and my bloody switch. Hey, shall I talk about that? Shall I? Let's fucking go. Go. <laughs> okay. So um yeah, I got the switch yesterday. No, not yesterday, on Friday, right? After a huge kerfuffle with Amazon. It wasn't huge. I just contacted customer service because it said on my order, like, oh, it, it's delayed. It might not, may not arrive today. It, it may arrive later than usual. I was like, <laughs> That's not fucking happening, mate, because I pre-ordered this shit. This is yeah. coming today. <laughs> and I messaged the, the customer service woman and she was like, um, yeah, it just seems that there's been like a, a quite a large delay uh, with the courier and stuff. I was like, okay, is it, is, is it still going to arrive today? And they're like, it may do, but it's more likely that it's going to come on Monday. And I was like, well, I kind of wanted it today because it's been pre-ordered and you promised that it was going to come today. My son. And this is a very long-winded story for me to just say that I got it when it was supposed to come, but I also got a £10 promotional voucher because they thought it was going to come on Monday. So nice. that's sick. Thank you. Quinton. I was expecting some kind of applause. Oh, sorry. I was more like, hey, money times. There you Thank go. you. There you I go. can see that GG's, GG's. So, uh, Switch came, set it all up, downloaded Monster Hunter. Uh, I'm going to make this the first kind of Monster Hunter review because there, there will be a second one after I've played more of it. Bear in mind, I've only played like a couple hours of this. Um, it's, so yeah, your initial it, impressions then? Initial impressions are, uh, it's fucking fun. It's yeah. really fun. It's Good. sick. It's, uh, I had a moment this morning when I was just like, Came down because the clocks went forward today, which really fucked us all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Came downstairs at like 10, 10 o'clock. I was like, this is too late. Like, what is going on? And um, played a few quests. And it was at that moment where it was like, oh shit, I can just take the switch out of its dock and I know, just right? play it downstairs. I can play Monster Hunter wherever. This feels good. And I, I started playing through this quest. I can't remember who I was fighting, but I was like, I'm going to pull out the hunting horn and it just, everything just kind of clicked in place for me again. Cause there's been a bit of a curve. If you're coming from 
Monster Hunter World, World. to this because there's like different Ooh. buttons for. Obviously, there's a different button scheme for the Switch than, yeah. um, you know, PS4 or Xbox or whatever. So getting used to that has been a bit of a. Uh, this is a bit of a slow process because I'm so used to something else, but. Mm. As soon as you start to get into the flow of learning how to use the Wireberg and all these other things, it just became like, oh, oh shit, all this mobility I can do. And if I get battered by a monster, I can just zip off here and Eagle. zip zap zippity zoo like anywhere. And I was like, yo, this is just fucking good. So I'm having a good time with it so far. I like, just can't wait to cap off high rank. And then I can't wait for G rank when that comes out, which will probably be later this year, most likely. But yeah, so first I- impressions, give it a... Nine out of ten. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Uh, those, that's, a, that's a high score so far. Yeah, um, I like it, man. I like the game. I have a question for you. Yes. Does, obviously because it's running on the Switch, does anything feel like stripped back compared to Monster Hunter World? Um, well, bearing in mind I'm very early in the game still, mm-hmm. mm. um, something I've noticed is the sense of scale is a bit uh what's the word for it reduced a bit reduced yeah i'd say yeah so um but i don't know if that's because i'm playing on like a like a handheld thing yeah because like in monster hunter world you've got let's take the ancient forest for example it's just fucking sprawling huge trees like the vertical it just feels massive and in this game so far everything kind of feels like because you can go up really big heights. Bear in mind, still like an hour in, so I haven't really like tested yes, everything yeah, out yeah. properly. So, But at the moment, a lot of the vertically, verticality where you can explore stuff, it's there, but it's not as like grand as World is so far. And mm. I think that's the only reduction I can feel thus far. That, and when you play with the greatsword in Monster Hunter World, hitting a monster with a greatsword feels insanely good mm-hmm. in this game it feels slightly dialed back like because mm. in in monster hunter world when you hit somebody with a great sword there's like a huge like hit stun uh yeah. in in fighting games hit stun if you hit somebody they, they get stunned so you can yeah. do like a combo yeah. so in in monster hunter world if you hit a monster with hit stun the whole game kind of freezes for a sec oh, and okay. it just feels so good it's kind of like a bit reduced on the on the Switch, but I'm just chalking that up to the fact that it's the Switch and it's a different game. So yeah, yeah. But so far it's mm. good. It's fun. It, the fucking charm of this game, guys. It's fu- You can throw an owl at a man. <laughs> Wait, what? Like <laughs> you can throw a fucking owl at a man. You get an owl in the game. So initially you have like a you've got your dog and your cat, yeah. and they're like OG legends, right? My dog and mm. my cat in this game, through <laughs> ride till I die. They're all they're always gonna be there, but like they're like oh you know and you we're gonna give you this owl that can like take selfies and stuff with you, and you can also send it off to like send messages to people. I was like sick, but you can throw an owl at a man on this building. Like he's just on the top of this building. You're like whoa, why the fuck is he there? You throw the owl at him, and <laughs> it just starts attacking this man. <laughs> like this is the best game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> it's- that's, it's like, that's sick. I love that. I've seen lots of people talking about Monster. Uh, was it Monster uh, Rise. Rise? Sorry, Rise. Yeah, yeah. And 
It honestly looks way better, visually speaking, than I ever thought it was going to be on a Switch. It looks it's fucking, fucking good. It's mad. It's really yeah. mad. I don't understand. I really like, don't understand how good it I looks. I might buy it. <laughs> like, Sully, you're a Pokemon ambassador. Could you talk to the people that are making that Pokemon Legends and be like, sort your shit out. If they can make this uh, look this good on a Switch, you guys can populate a fucking field game something. Uh, we'll just say, uh, listen, we Sorry. had to dial it back to help the game... Uh, work better. Uh, here is a free shiny Charizard, and I'll say, "Oh, Fucking okay, Pokemon. makes sense, makes sense." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, but honestly, like from seeing this game and how good it looks and how well it runs, and mm. like the fact that it doesn't look too dissimilar from World. That yes, the textures aren't as good, but they can't mm. be because it's on handheld, and it doesn't need to be because it's on a handheld. Yeah, like yeah. fucking hell, I'm impressed with it. Mm. Like it's, really impressed. It's, it's it's actually crazy. Yeah, and it's, I know that it, there are plans to release it on the PC as well, which should be interesting. Um, I'll be interested to see if it's just like if it's just the, a straight port or whether there's like you know what we've retextured it for the PC oh, because mate. you guys are mad people because I, th- I think th- at that point that would look amazing for sure for sure they're like okay I think we've got we've had to downgrade a little bit for the switch but here's like the 4K res shit that you that you yeah. guys wanted initially yeah it's all here don't worry about it mate when it comes out on PC I'll probably buy it on PC as well <laughs> nice because I because um. This is the first game using uh, Capcom's new RE engine that's running on the Switch. Like, we yeah. had a few games that have used it so far. It's, I know the, the Resident Evil remakes, Resident Evil 8, and I think Devil May Cry 5? Yes. Yeah, uses yeah. RE. I mean, they're all stunning looking games. So you can mm-hmm. see like how well this engine scales and the fact that this game looks this good on the Switch makes yeah. me very excited for the future of both that engine and the games that it use, but also like, kind of how games can run on Switch with developers that give a shit. Yeah, man. about it. Give me a nice. give me a Street Fighter Six with the RE engine. I want to see what that looks like. It, it will look like Street Fighter Four. Yeah, it will yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> give it rollback. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> but yeah, I super cool. How are you finding the Switch as like a, a console? Because you've only had it for a couple of days, but you in, you liking it? Uh, so Switch as a console, it's. I think it's going to really shine when I'm able to go places. Yes. Because at the moment, it's it kind of feels, I'm, I'm using this as like a, a comparison term. It kind of feels like my PS5 in a sense that I'm sitting down and like playing a game. Like right. it's yeah. that very sit down kind of feel. But I think as soon as I'm like, um, oh, I'm going to go to my friend's house. I'll bring the Switch along and we can play Kirby's Dream Course. You know, like, I feel yeah. like then it's really going to shine for me. Yeah. Right now it's still bright, but it's not blinding. Mm. It needs to blind me with its it, with its grace. I want to go on a train and go on Monster Hunter yes. and be like, it's, wow, this train yeah. journey's just gone now. What the fuck? I was going yeah, to say, have, oh, sorry. sorry. I was going to say, have you had the experience of playing something on your TV and then like, oh, I want to play this in bed and then just yoink, take yep. it and lay in bed? Yo. What? That's such a nice feeling. It's <laughs> sick as fuck. Oh, yeah. mate. I was like, oh, you know, what? I'm going to play a bit of Smash Bros on the TV. I was like, I just kind of want to lie down, though. Yep. Straight in my bed, like <laughs> killing people with Mario. Because I haven't got any of the fucking characters yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good shit, man. I, I like it a lot. Definitely mm. worth the money. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
I mean, that's always great to hear. So, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Monster, uh, Monster Arise yeah. next time you're on the, the show. Because, nice. yeah, we, we could see like if it has an end game. Because I, I know that was like a big part of, of World for you. Was, I mean, you played a lot of World. Yeah, it's good. I mean, so, most all Monster Hunter games kind of have that gameplay loop where it's like mm. kill a monster, carve it up, get its skin for armor. Nice. Use its bones and teeth for fucking weapons. Nice. Let's go. Oh, wait, but I want to try this out. Oh, there's this really hard monster. Because they've got like updates coming down the line mm. as well. So there's yeah, there's nice. always that like, you know, I mean, I've been playing World and Iceborne like long after they stopped, you know, giving people like bosses and all these new things. Mm. So it's just like, I feel like it's going to be the same yeah. thing. I feel like the only like, the only kind of like sad thing is like going from this fucking super jacked ass character on PS5 to being to a... like to being a noob again. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. But I've got that Monster Hunter knowledge, so I'm like, I know when to dodge and I know when to do everything because I'm mm. so I'm actually fucking good at the game, guys. I didn't know if I told oh my you. God. I'm, actually, I'm actually pretty fucking sick at the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good. It's been it's been really good so far. Nice. Well, I, an, another game that's got a bunch of updates over the, its lifetime was, it has been Four Guys, and yesterday, <laughs> me, Amy, and Sally played the squad mode of Four Guys that's just released. Like, Amy, you were the one that was like, hey, there's squad mode, fucking let's play. So, yes. what, like, speak about it. What do you think? What, huh? what was your, what? What? <laughs> speak about it, Amy, now. Uh, speak it, uh, say, it with the, say it with the words, because my brain <laughs> yeah. almost just stopped okay. working. Tell us. Okay. So, I think, I haven't played Fall Guys for a little while, but I'm pretty sure Squad Mode has just been added with the new season update. And the new season theme is like future 80s, like yeah. futuristic, but it's all got that 80s vibe. So all the maps look really cool. Mm. Um, there's some really new fun mechanics they've thrown in. There's some really cool costumes. It's just got a whole new skin and it feels fresh and good. But specifically, yeah, Squad Mode. So before, when we've played when it first came out, you're, you're normally just playing like as a group, but separately. So if one yeah. of your friends goes out, then they've just kind of got to sit there the whole game and just watch everybody else play. So it kind of, it's not fun to play with people for a long time, but squad yeah. mode means like you get ranked as a team. Mm -hmm. So if like one of your squad mates go out, but you as a team get through, they'll be back in the next round. Oh, that's nice to know. Really nice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. Um, so that's that's kind of, it took us a minute to work out the scoring and yes, how it yeah. worked. So mm. it's basically you get like, depending on the game mode, the scoring is different. Mm -hmm. But essentially, the, the quicker you finish or the longer you survive, the more points you get. Yeah. And you want as many people in your team to get good points and then it will add it up and work it out compared to the other teams. Um, mm. So it's good. It did allow for situations where like if, if you know, everyone in the team has done like fairly well and close together but someone's been struggling like it's okay because everybody yeah. else can kind of bring that person up or like sometimes you'll just get unlucky and then like get wiped out straight away yeah. but it was it was a lot of fun um when you win on squad mode as well instead of giving you a crown you get crown shards like pieces of crown instead mm. so you then like just get a certain i think it's 60 of those pieces yeah. and then you get a full crown so i think that's a really good like way of making it so that you like don't get a crown every time you win as a yeah. squad compared to winning like on your own yeah um yeah we, we we 
we won one it yesterday. Was so fucking. Which oh, oh my god, because so stressful. And I I think from winning we got twenty of those shards because at the end of it I had thirty four, but one of the challenges of the day yeah, gave me fourteen. So it's the sort of thing like three squad wins equals a crown, mm-hmm. like without any of the extra, which is all right. It's pretty cool. Um, the fact that like we actually won as a squad was mad. Like we were like screaming down the microphone, and Amy just kind of won. It was kind of like, oh. that, like split second of like what's happening. It's just stopped, and then congratulations. And we were just kind of went a bit mental for a yeah, moment. It was great. <laughs> it, it was great. Um, it was. There was some close moments on that final. Mm, it was yeah. awesome though, because we were in the final as a team, like L- Luca and Sully were just like, we're going to attack people. Like we're just going <laughs> to grab the other team, which left me and the other teammate just to like run around and try and do the, like we stayed out of the way. So it was kind of cool working as a team and they yeah. were grabbing and taking other people down. And then mm. it was just me and one other person left. Like yeah. it was a lot of fun playing in squad mode, especially when you have a whole team is really, really yeah. fun. Yeah, That's bring some fun. tactics to the table, which was quite nice. And uh, in the season pass, like, you you get costumes, and we all got to the point where we had the shark costume. Yeah. So we rolled all in the same costume as uh, the shark squad. And <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you come in, you see like other squads all wearing kind of mad stuff, and then there'd be us just uniformed <laughs> together with the same skin, same color scheme. It's kind of like who are these? But mad gradually, people? we but kept more on seeing people like people that. squatting. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, it's cute. It, it was, was like the nice. lava squad, which were like these people that had like the color scheme of lava. Yeah. It was like, all right, you guys are cool. Or the samurai squad would come in. <laughs> they would always be like, <laughs> the, like those would last longer than a lot of like the randos that was together, which yeah. was super, super cool to see. So you're yeah. going up against like actual like clans essentially which brought a new dynamic to it um we did run into one little issue with the squad mode so when there was three of us you'd get a random person to fill the fourth slot a lot of the time and some people out there are being dicks and are griefing other like the teammates that they're put with so we had someone on our team who got to the end and was literally standing just before the finish line but didn't cross the finish line and if he had crossed it when he got there, we would have got through to the next round. But because he was pissing around and didn't go over, we actually got knocked out, which was a pain in the ass, really, because it was like... It's rude. Yeah. Uh, just rude, and it kind of it ruins the experience for people that kind of yeah. are there to have fun. Like, it's fine doing that when you're just playing as you and it's your decision yeah. and it only affects you. But if it's affecting like, your squad, it's it's not exactly. great. Yeah. Um, but this is a new mode, so I imagine they're... I imagine there's lots of people yeah. they, they've seen this happening because it's we can't be the only people that happen to, and mm. they'll probably figure out some sort of way around it. Yeah, which yeah, things across that they do that because yeah, it's really fun mode, and I'm hoping they add kind of more maps to that kind of rotation because there was only certain maps that were part of that yeah. rotation we found out, which made sense. Um, but yeah, it was the first time I played Fall Guys since it properly kicked yeah. off and kind of we played a, a bit together. First time and I it was nice we kind of together. <laughs> yeah. It was nice going back to it, so it's the sort of thing that, spe- essentially, like when they start adding new things, it's 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 a good fun one to just spend a, an evening because mm. just had some drinks and lots of laughter. It was, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, it was nice. Hmm. And I I didn't realize just how many skins now were in Fall Guys. It's kind of so insane. Many. There are so many costumes, and I mean now that they have that epic money, that it's gonna go from shape to shape. There's a Sun Wukong one. Get fucked. And Let's go. Sick. And I think you just get it because I just had it. In yeah, the yeah. It's a free. Yeah. We loaded in. We just had it. So oh, you've probably boy. got it as well, George. Let's fucking go. I'm down sick. for mm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Shark Squad. Let's go. I think we all know. Most of us have the disco ball head now so we can go in like disco queens. Oh, yes. I, think I, have I the love disco the disco. Ball, yeah. 
the disco yeah, ball it's... head. It's so stupid. It's great. It's massive. Nice. <laughs> it's cool. nice. and, and I found that we ranked up playing that squad mode for a few hours. We ranked up super quick. Yeah. Like I started on zero and was at rank sixteen by the you time we finished s- off. Were you on zero to start off with? Yeah, really? Yeah, we were on. Zero. I, 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 I hadn't played it. Yeah. Oh. That's what I mean. We we burnt through uh, wow. the kind of we early got really levels. really high then. <laughs> yeah, which was nice for just a little session. Um, so yeah, uh, if there's anyone out there, especially now, it's a great way to kind of play games yeah. with your friends. Um, they need to make it cross-platform. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only thing it's missing right now. I'm sure it's on their list and they get into it, but mm. I, I really want them to make it cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're bringing it to Xbox and Switch, aren't they? So yeah. I think once they do that, they kind of have to do it. Like, it's epic, so Fortnite does that. Rocket yeah. League does that. Like, I'd be shocked if they didn't launch with that once it Won't came to the other consoles. To mobile. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. It's, it, it's it a game that there's, like, it will work not a lot of controls. Yeah. It would work, yeah. yeah. So, so boop, boop, boop. we'll see. Yeah. It's literally three points. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's... So, yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, we played that yesterday. Uh, another game that Amy's been playing is Abzu. I'm yes. I'm excited to hear this because I don't know if I should download it yet. So I want to. Yeah. See. So so Amy, you said you completed it. I played about an hour before we started recording today, just so kind of someone else had played it, and because I was interested in it and had a spare hour. Um. So what what did you think about it first of all? I mean, I I loved it. Um, it's very relaxing. It's very chilled. Um, I, you know, I was describing it to Luca and Sully yesterday. It's very much like Journey. So if you've played Journey, I would say Abzu is basically a carbon copy, but underwater. <laughs> it, it copies yeah. it exactly, but it's nice. Like the, it's okay. Like it does it different enough. And because it's all underwater and it's very pretty and well animated and very stylized. And there's like some cool kind of techie stuff underwater as well. It's like a weird kind mm. of underwater sci-fi kind of mix. Um, like there's just hints of it. And it, it's nice. It's very relaxing. You can't go wrong. Even if you fuck up on it, like you're not really punished too much. So yeah. it's, like I played it in two sessions, like in the evening. I probably played like an hour each night. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'd highly recommend if you want something chilled before you go to bed, just to calm you down. Like Absu is just really, really pretty. And the swimming mechanics are quite fun and nice and smooth in it. But it's just exploring underwater areas, doing very simple puzzles to unlock the next bit and you go through. But it's just mm. gorgeous. The whole thing is like a visual treat. Um, and it's short. It's just a nice, short experience. Mm. So it's free at the moment. So definitely pick yeah. it up. It's, it's well nice. worth it. I did I did actually play it on my Switch because I'd already bought it a few months back. I think I paid like £1.24 for it or something. Yeah, it was really so cheap. I, yeah, it was well worth the money. Um, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Mm. It was very, very yes. nice. So I... I... Like I said, started playing a bit literally just before we did this. I'm about an hour in, so by the sounds of it, about halfway. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I got oh, to the oh. place where there's those weird triangle bombs. Yeah. Oh my Ooh. god, the triangle bombs. The, That's just the triangle bombs. Right? They're cool. Shit. Oh, sorry. I prefer the square Bro- ones. Oh. <laughs> I, I prefer square ones. The triangle ones are just so aggressive. Um, <laughs> how dare those bombs be bombs? But it, it was it was interesting because yeah, playing through it a lot, it was like. I felt the journey of it all mm-hmm. in this game, like immediately. It was like, I right, call, cool. like, 
the the feel of it, it there's lots of people that works in journey works in this including the composer and the music in both journey and this is such a huge part of it because it's it's pretty constant and pretty much it, it is kind of it, that is the storytelling emotionally yeah. Yeah. is the music and i mean austin wintry is, is a fantastic composer he also did the pathless which is also on the playstation 5 which i played some of that as well yeah man the man makes some really beautiful scores so it's worth playing for that alone i think but the the first hour or so it felt like the the gameplay loop was here's an area you pick up a couple of things go to the next area and you're in this kind of like little underwater speedway essentially till you get to the next area and then it kind of loops again and again and it very much felt like that speedway section was that one moment in journey where you're sliding down the hill going through the ruins yep. and they were like people like this let's give it to them four times in a row and it was like uh, guys, the reason that was so good is that we got it once and it was kind of like, wow, that was an amazing moment. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was kind of like, all right, enough of this. Let me get to the next cool moment. So it, 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 I get that journey feeling. And I, I feel if you haven't played Journey, you'd be like, God damn, this is amazing. But yeah. because I've played Journey, I'm like, ah, this is almost amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's one that I played that is slightly better than it, which is which is Journey. I'm not, I, But by all means, it's currently free and like free, free, not PS Plus free no. on the PlayStation PlayStation Four and Five, I believe. So grab it, play it. It's it's uh, it's definitely worth free. <laughs> True, yeah. by all means. Yeah. And it's it's worth your time, especially right now. It is it's something very calming to play, which there's not a yeah. lot of calming shit going on in the world at yeah. the moment. So it, it's okay. a good one. I oh, know. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely recommend the other two play. Um, Fine yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I yeah. will. Maybe I will play Maybe a relaxing game. Yeah. Play for your bed, George. It's. I slept so well that those nights. Honestly, oh, I was like, oh. it'll help then. Okay, okay. it was great. Fuck. It was right. great. Uh, after you, it, after you drape your flesh in another animal's flesh that you've hunted down yes. and put their teeth on your sword, just swim in the fishes just for a little, we'll just to calm yourself down. Let's go. I'm down. Let's go. I'll do it. I don't know how to transition into this because I don't know what the fuck Pikmin 3 is. But Amy, what the fuck is Pikmin 3? Uh, you know the Pikmin. There's uh, Olimar. Olimar. Um, yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. There's what? red ones. There's oh, blue ones. I was ones. hoping for, for more names. <laughs> there's blue ones <laughs> like in the sea is blue. <laughs> Olimar, there's Tom? No. John? No. Luca? Stephen? No. Louis? Uh, Leonard? Close. Louise? Oh, no, you're so close. Louis. L- Louis. Uh, oh, Louis. Olimar and Louis Knew that. are the Knew original already, characters. From Pikmin 1 and 2. Oh, okay. okay. They are not the main characters in Pikmin 3. Ooh. Shit. But, Who's in, okay. Is it Bucky from Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, how did you know oh. that? Oh, yeah! Very yeah. sick! I intend to life around. But before I tell you about Pikmin, like, <laughs> I'd like to see George and Lucas' thoughts on what you think Pikmin is. I know, George, you know a little bit about Pikmin. Well, you yes. claim to know a little bit about Pikmin. I, I feel like I do know a little bit. Okay. What what okay. do you... Okay. Or should we start with Luca and see what he knows of Pikmin? Do you know anything about Pikmin? I, I know the name Pikmin. And I've seen... <laughs> I, I think I saw like a video of someone's review of a Pikmin game before. And it looked like you're essentially these weird green stick people that live in the dirt. And you run around and collect more stick people. Um, Am I anywhere close? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not right either. 
Can, I mean, can I, I, mean, can I yes. guess? Yes. Right. Okay. So what I think Pikmin is, it's kind of like a strategy game where your character has is actually an alien, but he's very small and he's crash landed onto Earth and he has to collect parts from Earth to rebuild his ship to then fly back into the stars. Is that is that the concept of the game? Yeah, pretty much. I would say that that's pretty pretty nice. accurate. Sick. Yeah. And Go okay, on, and the gameplay is like a fighting that's no, not. <laughs> 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 um okay, so is it is it that to progress through the game you have these things called Pikmin and the Pikmin are these tiny little alien creatures that follow you around. Mm-hmm. And but you need a specific amount of them or a specific type of them in order to pick up specific items to then take back to your ship. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. You, Let's you do go. Have a good understanding, Let's George. Yeah. go, Luca. Uh, uh, George actually. I don't know why. I don't know why I said Luca. George actually made Pikmin. Yeah, it's my <laughs> the game I made. <laughs> he was there. They didn't yeah. listen to me when I said that it needs to have like some sort of battle mechanics, like combos. But yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> At least let them grapple. No, George, we can't let them grapple. You can throw Jesus, them. They're... You can throw. You can throw so... stick people. Yeah, yeah so, men. So basically, George, George is right. Yeah, you are essentially aliens who've landed, crash landed on Earth, um, yeah. or it looks like Earth. It's some form of it. Yeah. Um, okay. They crash for some reason, but they need to find fruit for their planet. So, yeah, there's different characters. In Pikmin 3, you have three new characters that haven't been seen in the series before. But the original, Olimar and Louis, are still in Pikmin 3, but they have their own set of side missions that do link in with the main story. So they're still That's there. Still nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually really cute. They're both, the characters are from different pa- planets. So mm-hmm. in Pikmin 1, or two, 1 and 2, Olimar had to get treasure because his company was going under, so he had to go out and get money and then come back oh, and he just misses okay. his family the whole time poor Olimar like American literally dream. Louis is a piece of <laughs> shit Louis just fucks everything up poor Olimar deserves way better than fucking Louis anyway Damn. <laughs> um, so yeah basically you're on the, you're on this planet and you need to collect fruit to take back to your planet to feed mm. everyone because they've run out of food um, and you find little Pikmin and they're these little plant creatures and there's different colored Pikmin that do different abilities. So red Pikmin, for example, are fire resistant. Mm-hmm. So and yellow ones are can like carry electric, like they can make an electric current and stuff like that. And blue ones can go in water, vice versa. Rock ones can smash glass. So there's like different bad guys and different things in the map that will require certain Pikmin to get to them or to access it. Um, the Pikmin can listen to you by whistling. And when you kill enemies, so there'll be like ladybugs and like other weird creatures that you have to kill or that will get in your way. When you kill them, the Pikmin carry the body back to their ship, which then spawns more Pikmin. So that's kind of fucked up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like that's how you make more Pikmin. And so when you kill like an enemy and then you've got like blue and red Pikmin, you need to decide which Pikmin do you want more of? Because if you send the red Pikmin to carry it, you're going to get more red Pikmin from the ship. But if it's blue Pikmin that carry it, then you're going to spawn blue ones. So you have to manage the size of your Pikmin army, essentially. Mm -hmm. 
but you're capped mm-hmm. out on the levels. The max number of Pikmin you can have is 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you'll need to go back to your like ship and change which Pikmin you need for which jobs. There's story elements in it as well. And also you play three characters at once. So you can then throw the other characters over ledges and stuff in which you can use to get to high places. And you can also switch between characters so you can have like three groups of Pikmin off doing three different tasks around the map and you're managing all of them. So it is kind of like action-y. You do need to kind of fight. There is puzzle solving, but it's mostly kind of management. You can spend like the whole level just as one character and going around, but often it's better if you split up into three groups because each level has a timer as well. Uh So there's a day and night system. So you only have during the day to collect stuff and get as many points as you can and collect fruit. And then at night, all of the monsters will come out and then you need to get back to your ship. So there's that like last panic bit where any Pikmin that aren't being controlled by your characters or are near the ship, if they don't make it back before the end of the day, they get left behind and die. Um, and there's this yeah. sad cutscene that plays of all the Pikmin getting eaten. And when the Pikmin die, they have a little ghost and it goes up and they go, ah! they like make a oh, death no. noise. It's really sad. <laughs> oh my God. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So you, you don't want them to die. Sometimes like you have to just feed Pikmin to monsters to lure them in. Like it, it's kind of that man. You feel guilty every time they die because you're totally responsible for if they're in the way of getting like crushed or not. So you need to like whistle to control them, like to move in and out yeah. of certain areas. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you just collect stuff and try and make your way through the map. And then at the end of the day, you have food reserves, which you get from the fruit you've collected throughout the day. Oh. So you need to make sure you collect enough fruit and have enough days to like survive. If not, it's game over, basically. Oh. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's essentially pikmin and i've just been playing so much of it lately <laughs> like so much i've finished the main story i finished all the side missions i went back and played it again on ultra spicy mode which isn't ultra spicy it's not that hard oh. i don't think <laughs> um i went back i got all the fruit and then there's like a load of side missions and i'm trying to get platinum and getting platinum on these side missions is stress like you need to be moving stuff constantly and have pikmin like constantly doing like little tasks and stuff mm. if not you just will not get everything like in the timer mm. but um Damn. I, I really like it it's very fun pikmin's very quirky it's very weird everything feels kind of slightly odd about it like the yeah. pikmin kind of feel like a like a fungus infection or something i don't know the fact they like changed the animals into more pikmin yeah. and that they'll follow you is just kind of weird but it's fun mm. it's very fun Good. Amazing. Nice. Yeah, I love that. It's cute. That's good. So, why did you all of a sudden start playing it? Or is it just kind of you had a hankering and it's just for some reason I think I was just really hit that spot. I think I was just like wanting a management game, but I didn't want the other management games I had. Like because it's mm. like active enough and still like just kind of you're controlling a character instead of looking down the map top down. Like you are right. the actual little astronauts. It's not just you're managing in the map. So it's a different kind of like management game. It mixes the kind of slightly p- platforming stuff with and puzzle stuff with that. So it's just, I think mm. it's just a comfort thing. And also there's kind of nostalgic for Pikmin 3 for me as well, because I loved Pikmin 1 and 2 on the GameCube when I was a kid. Yeah. And then I just haven't played a Pikmin game for years. So when they re-released it on the Switch, I was like, oh, it's time. Finally, I'm very excited for this. But I don't know what made me go back to it. I think I just wanted to 
try and get as much out of the game as I could. The actual main story is quite short. So the first time I played it, I felt a little disappointed because I was like, oh, I thought there was more to this. But then when you look in the side missions and then all the other missions to do, there is actually a lot of gameplay there. I thought I finished it the other day and then just a whole row of levels unlocked that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, great. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Like that, yeah. cool. So you you gone back to Pikmin three and Sully for some reason has gone back to his three DS. Let's go, Sully. Got it right here. Greatest game console ever made. Um, yeah, why is it? All right, why is this the ultimate game console? Because uh, that was literally what you said to because us. Because so, handheld what? gaming is the superior form of gaming. Fight me. Oh, God. Um, uh, sorry, just oh. before this starts, have you, are you like moving to Japan or something? Uh, is yes, this, this is I will this. strictly be traveling on the bullet train everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I get the appeal of handheld gaming. So anyway, so basically, love the 3DS, booted it up. Uh, one, the hardware, I will preface it by saying, I think Amy's mentioned this before in the past, getting the PlayStation 5 has ruined me playing any console because the PlayStation 5 hmm. takes seconds to load, whereas uh, like it, even my Switch takes too long. So the 3DS... Hmm. It's like, Jesus, just hurry. Um, <laughs> so that's the one drawback. Um, one, got got a camera in it. PlayStation doesn't have a camera built in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you saying that 3DS has a good it's, camera? It's at least like three megapixels. <laughs> I, I think it's less, <laughs> but cool. It does. It, it, does it is 3D. a 3D camera, though, if I remember rightly. Which, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. Okay, okay. So basically, um, I am gone back to the 3DS because uh, there's a hack to getting old Pokemon. Ooh, and interesting. So, Go on. Okay. So basically. Pokemon did a thing. It does a thing in all of their games where they'll give away special Pokemon um, at a, some point. And uh, Pokemon Black and White came out on the original DS. And so, but but it's been years since that happened. And so normally you just can't get those Pokemon because those would be a thing where Nintendo would give them away online, or you'd have to go to a shop and get mm. them. However. I saw a TikTok video where basically on your 3DS, on your internet settings, there's something called a DNS code. Don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into it, but... So yeah. you change your DNS code to a specific code, and that gets you onto Nintendo Wi-Fi. Oh. And through that, I, I'm not sure if it's exactly like Nintendo Wi-Fi. I don't know. It's just called Nintendo Wi-Fi on the Switch. Oh, I'm sorry, on the DS. And you use that, then you go to Mystery Gifts, which is what Pokemon uses to distribute get, uh, Pokemon. And you just click it, and it will just cycle through all of the uh, Pokemon they've given away. Wow. So, like, I got, like, four shiny legendaries. I got, um, usually at the World Championships, the, the World Champions signature Pokemon they'll, tr they'll give away. So, like, I got a Cloyster, which won one year, and I got um, Ludicolo. Uh, usually the signature Pokemon is a Pokemon you wouldn't expect to win a world, but it did. Um, 
So I got all of those and I was like, this is amazing. And uh, Pokemon has a thing where you're able to bring your old Pokemon from the past all the way to now so you can use them. Uh, right now it's Pokemon Home, which is basically the hub for connecting all of your Pokemon games. Mm. So cool. I then had to get those shinies from my copy of Black and White 2 to my Pokemon Home and then put them onto my Sword and Shield. So here's here's the, the one qualm I have with the 3DS. Uh, since 2019, they've made it hard for you to add funds to your 3DS. So, mm. uh, uh, George, I don't know if you've bought a game on your Switch yet? Uh, not yet, no. Okay, so, like, a- Amy will know this. When you go to check out on your Switch, you can ju- if you don't have the money in your account, you just add it uh, on your Switch. So, kind of just like on your PlayStation, it'll connect to your card, and then you just check out. Yeah, mm. GG. Um, but you can't do that on the 3DS. Um, you need you need to sign into your Nintendo account elsewhere, and then add funds to your account, and then check oh. out on your on your um, 3DS. Like the top up system. Yeah, so you basically have to top up right. to it. So that was a little bit annoying. The reason I had to do that was because I had to uh, use Pokemon Bank which is £5 a year to store and transfer Pokemon. Oh, God, so This was before they introduced Pokemon Home, which is £10 a year as well. Um, what? <laughs> um, okay. For essentially a cloud save. Yes. But it's a cloud save of all of my Pokemon ever, which connects to all of my Pokemon games. Which I am willing to... Uh, people can't see me freaking out right now, but that is just... That is like... So... So oh, have, that, that is like just feeding oh, off but, an addict. But, but, but I, I still need to go through all the steps. So I had to put, <laughs> so I had to put my Pokemon <laughs> in the transporter, then connect right. them to Pokemon Bank, then through Pokemon mm. Bank, transfer them to my Pokemon Home, then from there, put them onto Sword and Shield. But whilst I was doing this, I realized... <laughs> I, <laughs> I had Pokemon Yellow on my 3DS as well because they released it for the virtual okay. console. Of course they did. And I could I can transfer my Pokemon from Pokemon Yellow to my uh Switch. So That's cool. And in Pokemon Yellow I caught all the legendaries and shit. So I was like I want them. I I already have three versions of them on my Sword and Shield anyway, but I wanted more. So I moved them over. And then I found out uh, Pokemon Crystal was uh, available on the virtual console on my 3DS. So then I bought Pokemon Crystal oh, yesterday. <laughs> oh, <my> God! <laughs> and, and now I'm going to play through Pokemon Crystal, get all the legendaries in that, then transport them to my 3DS, to my Switch. And so then I had to spend the £5 on Pokemon Bank. So I was going to say, does this mean you've had to buy Pokemon Bank and Home? Well, to li- to I already have. I already have Pokemon Home because right. I, it connects my. Because it does. Because it lets me. It let me move all of my Pokemon from my DS originally to my um, Switch, right. and and also my and also it connects my Pokemon Go to my uh, Switch. 
But um, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> this is watching Lucas' reactions, man. I am bank I paid £5 for. Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, I, I'm not. This isn't me saying fuck off to you. It's fuck off to fucking Nintendo and the the Pokemon company, whatever they're called. Oh. It's a Pokemon company, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, It's like I'm sorry. On the Xbox, you pay for whatever kind of service, and you get cloud storage. On the PlayStation, you get cloud storage. On the Nintendo, you pay for it, and oh, cloud storage for Pokemon is a separate fucking yes. subscription. What? No, but I can trade with people on there as well. <laughs> Give a shit. In GTS it, which means I can search for specific Pokemon I want and buy it and, and like, trade it. Do Nintendo realizes how how inex, inexpensive cloud storage is at this point, and they're they're charging you through the fucking yeah. roof for it. Fifteen pound a year, you know. Fifteen pound a year on top of for essentially a game save on which top is a of few my megabytes. on top of my Pokemon uh, on top of my Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> online. <laughs> Absolute fleecing. <laughs> oh this my is fucking god. Mad. And also, I spent £9 on Pokemon Crystal, <laughs> which is a Game Boy Color game. Nah. <laughs> oh my god. But a really cool thing is when you've got like, uh, when you've got the thing to select your game on the, um, the, the, the 3DS, if you shake your 3DS, like the game spins. It's pretty cool. And that's why it's the best and that's, console. That's why it's, <laughs> the, best. Why it's the best but, console. but also, you can customize all my little folders. I get little stickers. I put a Pokemon, I put a Jolteon sticker on top of just my Pokemon games. I'm like, that's my Pokemon folder. Just, just put this in somewhat of a perspective for how much they're ripping you fuckers off. So, okay. say you get an iPhone, you get an iCloud thing, you get five gigabytes for free. Oh, you don't yeah. pay for it. Five gigabytes, which is more than enough to store a fucking game save from a Pokemon. But if you really need that extra room for 50 gigabytes, it's 79p a month, which is significantly less than tenner a year. So I mean, 15 pound a year for two services yeah. just yeah, to like, have a Pokemon in the cloud. Well, I won't use Come one on. of them anymore. Bullshit. So that one was a five. Just, it, it, it feels so wrong to ask for <sighs> oh. this. So, so wrong. Especially because there's still a company that sells two versions of the same fucking game. Oh, yeah. One with one Pokemon in one and one another. And Psycho still defend that by going, but it means that you can trade. Fuck that. Sorry. I, I, I hate this business model so much. Damn. I hate it. Hate it. Let's show we... it. EA did this. Okay. People would be up and fucking up. Yes. <laughs> but do you have like five Moltres now? Because I do. <laughs> don't know what that means, if I'm honest. I don't know what that means. And I've got a shiny Giratina. What does that mean? <laughs> right. Let's 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 move on, shall we? Can sense, I can see and the, the shiny pocket out of Lucas. What room. is a Moltra? It sounds like something you put underneath no, no. a plant Moltres. so that it grows better. It's the fire, it's the legendary fire bird. Not a very what? good Pokemon. It's unless really you play, unless well. you buy the DLC for Sword and Shield. Oh, I'm done. Wow. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to a, a, the, our final topic that should hopefully calm me the fuck down from this Pokemon oh. bullshit. But oh yeah, so, also the 3DS is really oh. way too small for my hands. Oh, it, it's, yeah. I don't know how I used to play it all the time, but like it's kind of uncomfortable to hold. But yeah, 
yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable to hold, mm. but it, it mm. it's fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna play it after I finish Crystal. Mm. <laughs> but it's still but it's still the ultimate console still the ultimate console Although I, I, I found I have the old Bleach game I might play that nice good shit but yeah <laughs> and that's why okay. you should buy a 3DS but yeah, the new Nintendo 3DS XL yes I do actually anyway. agree with Sully on this. I oh, do think God. the DS is like a great console. <laughs> if you include the DS, it's lifespan. Yeah. From DS to 3DS. I mean, that oh, is okay. a huge lifespan. Yeah, if you include yeah. the whole thing, yeah. it definitely changed like handheld gaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, for mm. sure. Oh, no, that was, yeah, that was... Yeah. I think anyone can kind oh, of yeah. go against that. Yeah, yeah, big time. Okay, so our final conversation that should... Uh, Quell my fire. Um, I was going to say, it's made you as angry as what you were like on Fall Guys the other night. Yeah, oh, don't. Don't. That's. Oh, I forgot. Don't. I can't okay, set him no. off again. No. Is it the roller one? That's the roller one. <sighs> falling off the roller. Anyway, <sighs> games to introduce non gamers to gaming. So Sully was mentioning that he was uh, starting to get a friend of his into gaming. And we thought, oh, that's actually a really cool little conversation. Like, what games do we think are great games? as kind of like to, essentially to introduce someone who wants to get into gaming but mm. isn't sure where to start because I I mean I love Destiny I wouldn't say Destiny is a great place to start for someone that's never played a game because yeah. it is very gamery so what games do we feel are ones it's like hey try this and see what you think mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start with you Sully okay. because you have been doing this with a friend sure. and it gives us more well, time to think of I'll, for ourselves. I'll just speak of my friend's experience. So yeah, she initially tried gaming because she got COVID. And so oh. someone lent her their Switch. They were like, I don't use I don't use it very much. You can borrow it for two weeks. Um and in that time, she started playing Pokemon, got obsessed with Pokemon. I think Pokemon's only good for getting people into gaming because it's such a cultural thing like mm. everyone yeah. can tell you what a pikachu is or everyone knows what charizard is so mm. she was like oh, okay and she really enjoyed it um but i think the thing that's really gotten her into playing games is minecraft like oh. she got minecraft and has been playing it non-stop and it's and, and also just like because i think some people struggle with like actually sitting and getting their head around how games and the cameras, especially in games, work. Yeah. And I think because Minecraft is a little bit like more chilled, she's gotten more adept to actually controlling a console in itself. Hmm. And so I think something like Minecraft is also a good way to introduce people. Also, Minecraft isn't very expensive. It's usually 10 to 15 pound, depending on console. Hmm. Um. And then also she got onto Animal Crossing because again it's like not a very intense game. So I I think stuff that isn't too it something where it won't make you rage quit is the yeah. best place to start. And then you slowly are like try you know have a little try a little bit of this. Oh oh you're gonna play Metal Gear Solid? Oh here you go. You play as cute so what you say anime is- boys. Oh yeah here, here's oh. some fun fun fancy. <laughs> Not Bloodborne is what you said. Uh, I would say uh, Demon Souls. <laughs> ah, the easy Fuck. one, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 
yeah, I get that. Like the um, kind of games that games are a bit more relaxed and games that aren't gonna games with less pushback. Mm -hmm. So essentially, like Call of Duty might not be a great one to start with because uh, it's they're fun as fuck games, but Jesus Christ, you are gonna get killed very quickly, especially if you try online. Which I mean, even I'm <clears> not great <throat> online on Call of Duty because I don't have HDHD, and fucking hell, that game is terrifying to me online. But it's really fun playing co-op mode, and I like the the um the campaign. But I don't think it's one that I'll give to someone. Mm -hmm. I remember an ex of mine we started playing um until dawn together she was a big fan of horror Ooh. horror films mm. i was like all right this like from a, a gameplay perspective it's relatively simple it, you're moving a, a character you don't really have to move the camera too much um there's button prompts but there is enough wiggle room and if you do fuck one up it's part of the story a character dying so it's not really an issue where like if you mess up or not um and that that was a fun experience and she she seemed to really enjoy that mm. so I always lean towards those kind of games, not from a, a gameplay perspective, but kind of like, hey, you like film. This is kind of the bridge between film and games. Try this. Try those David Cage games like Beyond Two Souls or Detroit Become Human or Heavy Rain, depending games. on kind of your... Exactly. The quote unquote games. That's <laughs> um, like hardcore gamers go like, that's not a game, but they're kind of more... They are that kind of weird middle yeah, ground. That. I like those as kind of bridges between the two mediums, mm. especially for someone that is into film or is into a specific type of thing. Like if you're into horror, you've got Until Dawn. If you're into kind of thrillers, you've got Heavy Rain. If you're into kind of more sci-fi stuff, you've got Detroit Become Human at this point. There are more out there. Mm. So I, that's normally my first thought is, all right, kind of which one of these would, would work quite well for this person. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Amy, what do you think? Um, well, I have several experiences of getting people who haven't played games onto games uh mm. funny enough you were mentioning the call of duty is a really bad game to put someone on when they're not into gaming uh yeah this is exactly what i did with my housemate when i was at uni <laughs> <laughs> um, did it work for them yes but now it's it's a problem because that's the only game they'll play <laughs> uh, right so um it was basically my housemate she never played any games or anything and i was always on my xbox 360 back in the day um Legend. let's that. go love it and i used to love zombies still do as you know um mm. and she'd she'd watch and she has always been into kind of horror kind of stuff and zombies and just that kind of thing so it, like one night i just sat her down and i taught her and we would play just me and her and then I kind of taught her how to play first person games because I think that's something you forget when you've been playing games for so long. It's really hard to learn how to like move mm. the camera and do first person for the like the first time. Um, mm. So uh, like when I was a kid and the first zombies came out, I remember having a sleepover with some of my friends from high school and we played zombies and my friend was not very good at it and was just looking at the ceiling up and down at the <clears> ground. <throat> And I kept shouting at her. I was like, there's a zombie coming to you. There's a zombie coming. She didn't know where she was looking. She was oh looking up God. at the ceiling. And then she looks down straight in front of her as a zombie. She screams so loud, chucks the controller <laughs> down onto the floor. <laughs> and like it ran out <laughs> crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it, was, it was just because it surprised her and the tenseness yeah. of like not knowing what you're doing. And then like a zombie coming yeah. in as well. It was very funny at the time, but it's not a good like first experience yeah. into games like mm. yeah putting someone on something like that is really difficult um and there's a lot to learn at once um so yeah i kind of agree with luca like i try and do the same thing now like what does this person like anyway yes. and if they like movies and stuff 
like those games that are kind of the bridge between are really good for like intro into it. Um, mm. Also, yeah, Animal Crossing is mm. a really good like beginner game. That's what has got my mum into gaming. Um, like they got a Switch and I made her get this game at the beginning of, of lockdown when it came out and she absolutely loves it and plays it every day. And And now because of that, she's more open to other like Mario games or anything on the Switch, she's always looking on the eShop and just buying random games now and um, trying them. So that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't have got into Animal Crossing like she did because it helped build up her confidence as well because she would always watch me and my brothers play. She always felt like, oh, I'm really bad at this. And it's like, mum, you got to remember, like you gave us games when we were like six. So we've we've been playing this for for years. So Mm. Animal Crossing kind of takes away all that pressure because there's not as much to get wrong with it. So. That got my mum into gaming. And what got my dad into gaming is we used to play. My dad always liked gaming when I was younger. And that was how I kind of got into gaming. But he always used to watch us play um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-earth 2. Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. yes. <laughs> Best game. Oh, yes. Such a good game. Love that. Honestly, oh. b- b- before you joined the podcast, I think George and Sully went on for about 20 minutes oh, really? on an episode oh, about that fucking so game. Sh- oh, and God. how it needs a third. Oh, oh my God. Does. Yeah, it does. It, it what? Does. Not even, you know, <sighs> fuck a third. Just drop it and make it work. On, yeah. on, on computers past <laughs> Windows XP. Yeah. Please. Yes, man. That is so good. Oh. Sorry. I'll, I'll Sorry. buy a Windows computer just for it. I don't care. Legit. It's Absolutely so would. Sorry. So like, when, when we had that, it was at the time with games. So me and my brothers, we all had our own laptops. But we'd only have one game between us. So you start up mm. the game and then you'd like boot out the disc and then pass the disc over and then they would start up their game and then you'd all be running off the one disc and then we'd play like locally. So mm. um, my dad used to watch us play all the time and then like has um, then like joined us and started playing. So he he played that and then didn't touch games for years. And mm. then on the Switch, I played Bad North, which I think Sully's mm. yeah. got as well. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. Um, which is just like a really simple kind of army management game. You protect your island, boats come in and attack you and you just have to defend. So I showed my dad this and like initially he was like, no, no, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Kept handing the controller back to me. But it's that thing of like getting confidence with the game again. Once he knew what he was doing and he could start doing the strategies, like he absolutely loves it. And that was the game that got my dad back into gaming and playing Mm. on the switch. Like he is always on bad North and like, now looking at other games like that he's considering Civ we actually bought him Civ so my Ooh. brothers are going to kind of talk him through that I don't know if that's going to be a little bit too much Sully's like freaking out <laughs> yeah just just get him on a Skype call with Sully yeah. and Sully will sort it <laughs> so um oh, yeah that's my yeah. that's my experiences of getting people onto games I think mm. yeah finding something that they're already interested in and then a game like you say that doesn't really have any big consequences if you lose or if you fail because that's very frustrating especially when you're trying to learn so much new stuff at the same time yeah Mm. um yeah george what games would you kind of recommend have you ever recommended a fighting game to someone to start with or Um, would you kind of stay away from i was literally just thinking about while you've all been talking i've gone back into my mind palace and thought about my first intro into gaming and um my first i the one of the key memories that I've got in my head, in my stupid ass brain, is uh, sudden death 
on uh, Smash Bros. Melee, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a key key memory because my because it was me and my brother and my brother's mate. My brother's mate brought his GameCube over, and we were playing Melee, and um, my brother died, and it was just me and my brother's friend. It was sudden death, and I was like, "Okay, okay, what do I do?" I was playing this Link. I was like, "Okay, what do I do?" And I just held B, just held yeah, B, well. just pulled the arrow, and I was like, "Okay." And like my brother's mate was just like, "Yeah, that's not gonna hit me, mate. That's not gonna happen. I'm gonna win this." I was like, "Let go, straight into him. I won." I was like, "Yo, this is sick, man. This is so good." And I think that 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 feeling of like, oh. This is what it feels like to win in a fighting <laughs> game. I think I think the Smash Bros series if like if people want to get into fighting games I think is a very mm. good entry because you can play it quote unquote seriously and you can yeah. play it how it's kind of supposed to be played yeah. which is with friends and mm. in a very relaxed environment with items yeah. and you know just yeah. chuck just chuck shit at people. It doesn't have to be shit. three stocks, no time, battlefield, let's fucking go. It it can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. And I think those are some of the best fighting game memories I have. Hmm. And also from like a gameplay perspective, everybody's got the same moveset. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, some sometimes like people's up B might be different. Like yeah. Ness, for example, um, his doesn't immediately shoot you up. You've got to like... Yeah. There's a bit of control there to yeah. get him to go up somewhere. But I'd say it's a good, it's a for fighting games for me personally, I think that's the best entry because mm. it's designed to be fun. It's not yeah. designed to be elite, mm. like an mm. elite fighting game. It's just, you know, it's not like I would never, I mean, I know I've done it to you guys and I'm very <laughs> sorry about this, but I would never <laughs> suggest like, early Guilty Gear games <laughs> to, to like get people into fighting games. It was one pound, guys. You just had to buy it. But for like for anybody else, Smash Bros. is the best entry yeah. into fighting games. But also, I, I, I have seen this thing on, on the PlayStation Store, which is a free-to-play fighting game, which I haven't tried yet. And um, oh. it's... Uh, oh, sh- oh, I can't remember what it's called. But... Um, for people okay. who have a, a PlayStation and who but don't want to spend like you don't want to spend a pound on Guilty Gear when it's in the sale. <laughs> um there's this free to play fighting game. I can't remember what it's called, but it's Brohalla? No, 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 no. no not, not, not like a like Smash Bros. Like, it, like a proper like, like two one on one kind of fighter. Right. I can't remember what it's called, yeah. but um I'm I'm flicking through the um the 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 free to play games at the moment. I can't really see any fighting games. Hang on. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm I was gonna looking find yesterday. This. Sure. Um, so I, I think from a fighting game perspective, weirdly enough, um, I think Mortal Kombat is a good one. Mm. Not because it's like not an easy game, because it's 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 it can be difficult. Um, but because they're like on the story mode, there is literally difficulty tiers. There's like yeah. an easy, easy, medium, hard, extra hard, that yeah. kind of stuff. And because there is so much visual feedback to it, like you can do a cool brutality or you can punch someone or it's easy to do like x-ray moves. It's easy to get into and have fun with, but like the depth is there if you want yeah. to get into it. It's, it's a fun one to just pick up and show off because even if they're just button mashing, half the time they're doing stuff that looks cool so it feels like 
they're they're good at it rather than it's just to get like I found it really hard to get into Street Fighter because I found it hard to do something that looked really cool, which is why mm. I ducked out. But Mortal Kombat, it's why I like Mortal Kombat. Like I'm not amazing at it, but I can fucking tear someone's head off or uppercut them so their head explodes yeah. if I'm good enough in that game, and it's great. Like so, I found I found cool. the game. Yeah. Yeah. The, game the game's called Fantasy Strike. Came out on the PS4. Mm. Okay, and it's free to play, so it's a free fighting awesome. game. But I think. Uh, the best way I can describe a, a, an accessible f- fighting game is that it has to have a, a low barrier of entry. Yeah. So yeah. all the characters having the same moveset is a good way of saying, mm-hmm. look, everybody's on the same level here. It's just, a, just, you know, Smash Bros being the perfect example of that. Everyone has an mm-hmm. up B. Everyone has a down B. You know, everyone has charge attacks. Everyone has neutral moves. You know, mm. I think that and but what makes it better is it has to have a low barrier of entry, but a high Fine. skill ceiling. Yeah. So mm. if you want to get good at it, you know, people, you know, mm. melee people are like, oh, let's just fucking do wave dashing and like yeah. break the fucking game because it's <laughs> that's the meta. And it's like, OK, I guess. Yeah. But if you just want to put, you know, fucking. God, I'm really shit at talking today. Have like a laser sword. <laughs> On, yeah, exactly. On the, on the yeah. Star Fox mm. level. Yeah. It's, you know, Smash... Oh my God. Smash Bros. is the best low barrier of entry game. Yeah. Especially if you're playing it mm. with friends because it's supposed yeah. to be fun. And, yeah. And that way you can find out which of your friends is actually an asshole. Because <laughs> if they yeah. make it hard for you, then it's like, what are you, what are you being a dick for? Yeah. What are you doing? Mm. And oh, big hopefully time. I haven't done that to you guys. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Uh, with Smash Bros, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, I mean, you know, uh, no, yeah. with, with Smash Bros, I think like my brother, I, it's weird. I got into gaming because of my brother, but he's not a gamer. It was kind of like oh. as a kid, you'd have a games console. I'd watch him play. I'm like, I want to play. It's like, no. So, okay. Mm. Then I started playing games myself. Um, but like where now, whenever he would come over, because um, he, he doesn't live with us. Um, like I'd like, hey, do you want to play on the Switch? Do you want to play Smash Bros? And like, mm. we used to play Smash Bros when we were young, kind of like how George said, just items on. But mm. it's like he, it's it's fairly easy for him to pick up and start like playing and be fair. I mean, given he only plays as Bowser and only uses Bowser's B down, which is really hard to <laughs> counter. I love that move. Esp- I love playing as Bowser. Yeah. Especially if you're Bowser. like me, who's just like, yeah, I just play the game. And all he does is be Dan and keeps on winning. I'm like, play someone other than Bowser. He says, no. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, like for someone who just doesn't play games, he picked up really quickly. Mm. Only pressing B down. But, you know, that's, that's the thing with Smash Bros. Like you can just cheese it that exactly. way. Exactly. Like, you know, I used to play that a lot with my brothers when we were kids. We used to play melee, and yeah. um, I was always so bad at it. Yeah, like I'm still bad at Smash, but I at least know what I'm doing a little bit more now. Um, but I was so bad at it. But and my brothers were really good. But it was fine because whenever we would play, like we would put items on stuff exactly. like that. And then if they were fighting, I could just run around and grab a pokeball and chuck it at yeah. them or something. Like mm. it gave me opportunities to come back. Or if I know I'm playing against people who are better at the game than me chucking a couple of items in there just kind of levels it out a little bit and makes it more chaotic and unexpected, which means you have a chance of winning. And that kind of makes it fun because like those flukes are what make it 
fun and like the chaos that you have control over. You can choose how many items you want in if you want them at all or if you don't like. So you can adjust it depending on who's playing. So I, I think mm. that is it's a really fun game because of that. And I always used to just play Pikachu and just do down B with like the lightning. Yes. That was like my, my move. Like that was the only way I could get people out because I just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and I did that for the longest time until I actually learned the game. But I still had fun doing that. And that's, that's why it was a good fighting game for me to play. Mm. I agree. Mm. Uh, mm. I thought another one that's good is I remember on my PS3, I used to play a lot with my sister. We used to play the Lego games. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they're, yeah. so, they're, yeah. like, they're so accessible, but at the same time, really fun, just because they're so mm. creative. Mm. Uh, and yeah. I, I think I distinctly remember it was mostly the Indiana Jones ones. Nice. Indiana, really? Yeah, I think it's just uh, when we were playing a lot, the Indiana ones. Jones one came out, and I like Indiana okay. Jones a lot. But mm. I like the Star Wars no, ones okay. are superior. Yeah, no, for me, it was always the Star Wars ones, like me and... My friend growing up, we would always play them. And she's not a gamer, but she loved playing those Star Wars ones because we used to watch Star Wars yeah, all the exactly. time as a kid. So it it was pretty much that. And like she was a few months ago, she was like, Hey, is there any uh, Lego Star Wars games coming out? I was yes. like, Is that they're actually doing the whole yeah, big one? She's like, Are you planning on getting that? I don't know. I think it's been delayed. <gasps> um but she was like, Hey, you uh, planning on getting that? I was like, I'll I'll get it if you want to play it. So it's it's the sort of thing that like for her it's a nostalgia thing, but because she knows the barrier of entry to something like a Lego game. It's it's easy enough. They're not crazy complex, exactly. but they're still like nice introductions. I feel like it, it's weird because I always feel like you you jump to kids' games as like introductions to gaming for someone because they should be kind of yeah. relatively easier. But sometimes it works, and Lego is a really good example of that because they are fun as fuck. I have, mm. I have a weird yeah. one as well. How did you go? Sorry, did you guys ever play Lord of the Rings Conquest? No, it's oh. like. I think it I did. Familiar. Yeah, is it like a, a turn-based RPG game? No, it was oh. like it's like a action game, and there were like different classes, and like you could be a rogue, an archer, a swordsman, and like it, it was it's it turn-based. No, it was kind of like Battlefront, but for Lord of the Rings. So you know when I went fuck no, I actually do think I played this game. Yeah, is it? It was it was a bit like. Um, those like Marvel Ultimate Alliance games kind of style where like you'd each have your own class stuff. You'd run around as a little group and like fight enemies yeah. and like hordes of yeah. enemies and shit. Yeah, I played this. I thought, like, that was a, I thought it was turn-based. No, no. Um, but that, my sister really loved playing that as well. She did, I, like she, the first, she watched Lord of the Rings for the first time last year. Like, so she didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings playing it. And like, she absolutely loved it. It, it was so much fun. I need to find it. I want to play it again. But yeah, like Lord even a Rings. game like that is something you can get into because it wasn't hard. It was like four buttons. And then once you got a little bit better at it, you could like do like the rogue. You could go invisible if you press the right buttons and stab people in the back and stuff. So nice. yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like those Ultimate Alliance games from Marvel. You're button mashy, but you could start to actually be a bit tactical with your special moves and when to use them and stuff. So it's easy to get into, but there is some depth there that as you start learning, you can feel like you're getting better and better at the game. Exactly. Um, weird little detour, but do you think puzzle games are a good way of introducing people to gaming? Because uh, you know. at the moment, as part of like the, the play at home free pack, uh, The Witness mm -hmm. is one of them on that. Ooh. And 
the, I, it, it's a weird one to put in there, but the puzzle side of The Witness isn't gamey. It's very puzzly because it's literally you have a grid and you figure out the kind of puzzle solution. So from moving between them, it is slight first person, but it isn't really intense. It's just you're walking through a nice little island. There's nothing really there that's going to stop you from moving ahead other than figuring out the puzzle. So you could have someone that's really good at Call of Duty that's shit at that game because they can't yeah. figure it out. But someone who is into puzzles is like, you know what? I want to play a video game. What is a good video game? Mm -hmm. I feel like The Witness would be a perfect introduction. I wonder... But I don't know if I'm mad or not. Sorry to cut you off. I was going to say, I wonder if The Witness would be a little bit too challenging as a first playing game but having said that i haven't actually played it myself i've only ever seen like friends play yeah. it and bits and bobs of it and it looks like mm. a really good puzzle game and i i will play it at some point yeah but i think also there's a kind of game and language that you learn throughout games that i think if you have never played anything i don't know how much of that is going to be in the witness but i think with puzzle games like that there's going to be things that we as gamers are going to spot quicker than other people who haven't played games because you're not used sure. to like certain colors meaning different things. Or if something's lit up in a certain way, that's an object of interest. Mm. I think mm. new people mm. to games, like they don't pick up on those signals as much. So yeah. And yeah. I wonder that Witness might be something that's a little bit too challenging to spot that initially. I'm not sure. So I... So I did play The Witness when it first came out because everyone was ranting and raving about it. And I was like, you know what? I'll give this a go. I don't really like puzzle games, but maybe this is good. And it was really cool. I did the dumb thing of, oh, I don't know what the answer for this is, so I'll use a guide. And then obviously never learned any more of it, so I was really bad at the game. But <laughs> if, if if you're good at puzzles and you like the idea of figuring it out, it's not an obtuse game. It's literally like, here are these puzzles. And it's it, it's very easy it's essentially like learning a language where they're kind of like this is the basic understanding of it and then you go down another puzzle path where like this is introducing grammar to it and you go down another okay. path and this is kind of this is introducing kind of sentence structure to the idea it's like it's not sentences it's like this yeah. grid but what is on the grid is kind of like learning a language and as you progress you learn that so there's no real kind of a classic gamey moments mm -hmm. to it. It is all very much puzzly. There are elements that like from certain perspectives, you kind of unlock certain puzzles, but those are very much like the secrets in the game. The core game itself is not very gamery. It's it's super weird in that kind of sense where it is such a good game because it's not gamey. classic game, mm. gamey, yeah. And I know it's, it, it is part of that free uh, play at home thing. So I, I do urge people to give it a go and see what you think. I, I will say, do not use a guide. Don't do what I did. Um, it, 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 it generally, if you use a guide, it makes the game harder, not easier. Mm -hmm. Like you will become dependent on that guide because yeah. you wouldn't have learned. It's like like the language analogy is like, if you don't learn a certain part of when you learn a language, you're not going to be able to speak that language because of it. So it's worth learning mm -hmm. as you go through. Mm -hmm. And maybe, there is maybe, a sense of accomplishment yeah. when you do it. <laughs> no, but no, it, it it is cool. And I, 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 there is something about puzzle games where if you're into puzzles, it is an interesting. It is interesting. I think if it's like uh, was it point and click puzzlers where it's kind of like just click on the screen until you find stuff, and then that is the opposite of good introduction to it because it's just like you just end up clicking the entire yeah. screen and you can't really figure so out. So I have a puzzle game recommendation for newbies. Uh, I think it's actually on mobile as well. I played it on Switch. It is kind of point and clicky, but it's not like here's a box, click on it and yeah. until something happens. It's you control three characters, they're all different colors, and you need to get them from one side of the map to the other. And you use nice. your characters to kind of boost up your characters onto higher platforms. So the the puzzle mm. is 
in which order you send people to press buttons and use them to climb up and get people to certain areas. And then you've got to get your other character over as well. And it's very relaxing and it is kind of, yeah, you click your character and then you just click where they want to go. So there's not a lot of buttons to learn or controls and it is just the puzzle thing. Um, it's called Path of Giants. Um, it's it's very nice. I'd recommend it. I picked it up quite cheap on Switch. But like I said, I think it might be out on mobile as well. Mm. So if you don't have a console or you know someone who doesn't have a console but wants to try a game and likes puzzle games, that might be one worth looking into. Yeah. Um, mm. I cool. like that one. I, on the back of that, it's the whole like mobile side of things. Monument Valley. Absolutely yeah. incredible yeah. game. And it is, yes, it is such a... It's a game that isn't held back by being on mobile, which it's because it's a game kind of designed for that, but also Switch and stuff. And this is, this is. Sorry, I was talking to Amy via. He's telling her, he's telling her to. Yeah, he's telling her to it's very weird. They were saying, yeah, like, saying like, yeah, Monument, yeah, yeah, Monument Valley is an incredible game, and it is that it's just a simple puzzle game about perspective, and there's only really and truly four perspectives at any yeah. one given moment. So it. There is some trial and error if you're not great at it, but it, it's very readable and it's a calm, chill game. It's not very long. It's a really nice introduction to the the idea of what a puzzle game could be. And talking about low barrier entry, it's a it's a mobile game for like a couple of quid. It's 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 a good one to recommend, and I believe it's on Switch and yeah. PlayStation. Hear me. As well. I have one actual point, one joke point. The joke point: Hon- <laughs> Honkai Impact. What waifus? anime-ish, mobile, free. Yeah, there's a lot of microtransactions, which I've not, which I have, which I have really well not spent any money on because to level you up really fast, they give you a bunch of stuff for free. Okay. But my actual point is, I think the, uh, one, I, we said it before, but I, I personally think the bigger, ba- the biggest barrier to entry to gaming is the camera and, um, like figuring out how to use the camera and so yeah so i think the camera's the biggest issue because even i as someone who plays games a lot mm. if the camera isn't good or easy to navigate i don't like the game mm. on any mm. platform okay. so i'll touch on it quickly yeah. i pl- i've played the pathless on my phone it the, using the camera is really hard because the game is so dependent on the camera and it's just yeah. more difficult on the phone. I'm sure it's going to be really good on the Switch or whatever console it's coming to. It came to, um, but on the mm. but because the camera's so hard to use, I didn't. I deleted it after playing it for about half an hour. So the, I think the I think, camera's I, I, the biggest issue for people. Yeah, I, I think that's always a big issue as well. If you're playing a game, like taking from the mobile perspective, if you're playing a game that is designed for some sort of camera system and you're playing on mobile unless i know um kind of younger generations at the moment are starting gaming on their mobile so you see them playing fortnite and they're fucking yeah incredible at it where yeah, like, like on a touch thing oh, i'm not no. i'm not great so cameras for me on phones is yeah. really great mm. that's why i like one that is designed to just have a touch interface yeah. rather than like a faux control interface and yeah, I think if you're trying to get someone into gaming especially that isn't super young and isn't starting out on a phone yeah having Getting them in a, on a camera system on a phone is, yeah. is very difficult because there is no tactile exactly. kind of nature to it. Mm. Yeah, definitely agree with you on that one. But yeah. Any other recommendations of games we can kind of give to people 
as their, their first introduction to gaming. Amy I've got and George. One more. I'm just saying about the camera thing, I've got a game yeah. mm. recommendation which might be good for learning that a little bit more. Ooh. Captain Toad on the Switch. Oh, yes. Uh, cute little puzzle game. Um, they have Captain Toad levels in Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, which I talked about before on a oh. previous episode. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that mm. if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, so Captain Toad is just a really cute little puzzle game where you use the control stick and you the game is to move the camera around to see different areas for your little character to explore and stuff. But you never need to turn the camera too quick. Like it's You can take your time with it, so it gives you a chance to, to learn it. That's what my mum is currently using to get a little bit more confident mm-hmm. with her camera controls. And uh, yeah, Captain Toad has been a really nice one for that. I haven't actually played it myself. I've only played little bits at Friends, but it looks really nice. I might pick it up mm. next time it's on sale, maybe. Nice. But yeah, sorry. Go on, George. What was yours? Good uh, the, the OG game. Super Mario. Of any, course. Any Mario yeah, of game. Of course. Just play yeah. it. Not Mario, Mario games are always a yeah. Not Mario 1. That's hard. <laughs> Yeah, not Mario. It, yeah, it is hard. Mario three, right? Yeah, just, just the we're, latest we're Mario yeah, game. Three, that is three like onwards. 2D. <laughs> three yeah. onwards. Yeah. But you, you can't go wrong because it's, it's built for, you know, l- the lowest of barriers of entries. Yeah. It's GG. It's good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's still up, but Super Mario Flash. Someone made a Flash game of Mario. I remember that. I don't yeah. know if uh, I don't know if Nintendo have like taken it down. But I remember it's like one of the few Mario games I've completely finished. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore. There's so many knockoff I, like Mario games online. Like yeah. that, like, yeah. there, there's so many. Um, maybe this is a weird point to end on because it might make more discussion, but it's just one that I think we're going to throw out before mm. we end. I think if you're trying to get someone into gaming, if you're someone that's diehard about gaming, try and refrain from giving them quote-unquote classic yeah. games because mm-hmm. holy shit were games older games way harder oh, to get yeah. into and i i mean maybe this is just my perspective but i don't think a lot of them hold up well enough to kind of modern kind of ways of gaming so if you're if you're introducing someone to say like symphony of the night and you're like cool now play a new game it's Ooh, very different yeah. and they're way less forgiving than they are now which is probably the opposite that you need when yes. introducing someone who's never played a game to gaming. So even if you love them, it might be a good idea to kind of put them on the back burner till they're yeah. more comfortable with games. Be like, hey, this is an older game, but it's a really good one if you want to give it a yeah. go. Because um, yeah. I've heard many people, I've seen, I've seen this online a lot, where it's like, my kid's not going to play the new console until they've played the old consoles. It's like, your kid's not going to like gaming. Yeah, your kid will hate you. true. Yeah. Wow. I <laughs> hate you already. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know what, just let, just kind of, Whatever is kind of the easiest barrier to entry is what you should do yeah. rather than kind of say, this is the right way of gaming. Just because it was your way of gaming doesn't mean it's it's there. Like, I'm not going to make my kid play the original Crash Bandicoot games before he gets to play something cool and new because fuck that, they're hard as balls. Also, this is why He's we gonna have gonna hate games, <laughs> isn't it? That's why we have remasters. Exactly. That was why we have remasters. Um, but yeah, that, that was just kind of something that I wanted to throw out there. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not, but yeah, no, I agree. That's just my viewpoint on it. Yeah, I'd, you know I'd, what? Definitely. You know what I'm gonna do with my my kid when I when I have one, maybe. Is what? I'll I'll say, if you beat me at this fighting game, I will get you whatever you want, and I will <laughs> I will try so hard. <laughs> just do you want a horse? You want a horse? 
yeah. challenge me in Dragon Ball Fighters. You have to beat me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. All right, rank you. <laughs> what, a rookie? <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> And then if they want something even more expensive, they have to beat you on every fighting game. Oh my well. God. If they want a car, you have to beat yeah. me in every fighting game I've ever played. Yeah. They Consecutively. Have to go I love it's like a speed yeah. run. <laughs> Your I love the idea. Like any... games. They'll never have anything. They'll never want to play them. <laughs> yeah. But, but they'll be incredible at fighting games because like anytime they want someone's like, oh, you, uh, you want your own games console, huh? Or beat me in right, this fighting Tekken game. Seven. like, oh, you... Uh, you want you want a new bed? Well, uh, go beat me at fucking Street Fighter now. Kid, right. kid. Oh, otherwise you're continuing sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Won't you? Literally, yeah. Kid, kid. I will pay for your tuition fees if you beat me in a game of Civ. Oh my god! That's boss mode right there. It won't. Uncle Sully will pay for your yeah. tuition if you beat him you in know, a sieve. Right. Just like, a oh quick god. side thing. I was in the shower earlier and I burst out laughing because I was just remembering what Sully said. About something about Civ that like really made me laugh. It was something like, it was something really innocuous. And he was just talking normally, and he said, "But I'll never forgive the Canadians or something." I, I said, can't remember. <laughs> I'll never forget the can, forgive the Canadians because they converted one of my cities, so I nuked them. <laughs> just, I just love the fact that Sully becomes this really scary political leader <laughs> in these games. Sully's inner dictator just comes out in full force. I told them not to already and they continue doing it. <laughs> so so they must be punished. Exactly. <laughs> so I nuke them. Fuck them. <laughs> Absolutely love it. But yeah, if there's uh, no other suggestions, I guess we should wrap this episode yeah. up. Yeah, man. So, uh, last minute, any any more suggestions? Uh, or we if to go? their first game is Dota by choice, just don't be their friend. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's fine. You, you just, fucked up as a just red flags. Yeah, from personal experience, <laughs> red flags. Red flags. <laughs> like Chinese flags. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're getting off air before they not here next us. week. You know why? <laughs> I've been assassinated. <laughs> no, but uh, thanks for listening. If you have any cool suggestions for like first games for people, please write in at bonusstagefeedback at gmail.com. It'd be great to hear some other suggestions. And I mean, if we send some in, then uh, we'll discuss those on the podcast. Uh, any other questions? Same place. We're also on different social medias at different things. We do use them, even though we don't post to them because uh, Lucas and lazy. But you know what? We'll get there. We'll get there in the end. And uh, tune in next week because we might have some news about something else that we, we are planning on doing, but more then. Uh, George, where can they find you if they want to find you? Okay. So what you're going to have to do is, right, you're going to have to go into your mum's purse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it sounds weird at first, but don't worry about it. Go into your mom's purse. Take out all the dust that's in there, right? <laughs> Hold the dust. Go over to the open fire and say the words, George's Twitter handle is at paperthingeorge, and that's it. And then blow onto the dust into the fire, and I will just appear. I'll slap you across the face, and then I'll disappear. That's where you can find me. <laughs> Diagonal. <laughs> you can <laughs> i can't follow that after what george has no. just done i used mine's to do that really all the time now. mate mine's so boring uh, uh you can find me on twitter at halloumi cat 
And Sully, where can they find you, buddy? I think we may have lost Sully. <laughs> At least he's frozen very happy. Yeah, he's smiling he's as he's frozen. He's got a big old smile on his face. I think, I'm pretty sure you can find him at Sully underscore Iqbal and pretty much every single service. Um, you can um, find all the me... details will be in our... Oh, oh there, there we is. go. <laughs> you, you, can, you can find me at Sully underscore Iqbal on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Clubhouse. <laughs> Thank you. Well, at least I got that Don't one right. On one. Fucking Clubhouse. <laughs> well, uh, until next time, thanks for listening. And yeah, we'll catch you next week because we're weekly, it seems. At least for this week. Bye. 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 Bye.